Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! There is nothing this weekend. Okay, nothing. All lose, all win, two win, one lose. Nothing this weekend changes the idea that the Bill Bengal game means something. Even if all three, even if, um, you know, the Bills won and the two of them lost, it doesn't work. Even if the Bills won and the Chiefs won, which would make the Bills, um, if that's the case, then it's no, obviously it means something for Buffalo. But if the Bills won and the Chiefs lost and Cincinnati lost, that would, you know, essentially assure the Chiefs as the two seed, but then Cincinnati and Baltimore would still be in the mix um, for the uh, for the uh, for the division. So even if Cincinnati, so if Cincinnati won, Chiefs lost, and Bills won, then it involves Cincinnati and Kansas City. If the Bills win and the Chiefs and and the Chiefs win, it involves the Bills. If the Bills and Chiefs win and Cincinnati loses, it involves the Ravens. So there is nothing that you are going to come up with. Let's get this on the table right now for Saturday and Sunday that is going to make this rave this uh this Bills Chiefs this Bills Bengals game, you know, superfluous. This is not Houston and Indianapolis. Right? There is nothing that is going to occur that is says, hey, you know what, let's not play the game. No, we don't the game to mean anything. And it's not even a game that involves seeding. You know, 3-4. This is a game that involves home field. If this game just involved a 3-4 situation where it is, you know, the three seed and the four seed who wouldn't play in the first round anyway, I could understand. But this game doesn't involve game. Involve the, this resumption does not involve that. This involves the top seed. This involves the two seed. This involves Cincinnati. This involves home playoff games, Cincinnati and Baltimore. This, this, the, the seeding is too significant here no matter what scenario you produce, that from a standpoint of competitive balance, the game has to be played from a competitive balance standpoint. Now, here is the question. It's a simple question. And again, big picture is DeMar, right? Big picture is him. Now, I I, I don't know if anything would happen. I, I, I Listen, they're going to play this weekend, so let's just let's leave it at that. The big picture is the health of the safety, but... From a standpoint of where we are right now, to me, this question is this. Does the NFL value the integrity of the regular season or does the NFL care more about the hoopla and about preparations of bye week and all that nonsense with the Super Bowl? That's what this comes down to. Now, if you're telling me that the NFL desperately needs the week off before the Super Bowl, that argument does not hold water because they have played many a Super Bowl without the week off. They did it in 1990 with Buffalo and the, and the, and the Giants. They did it in 01 with 9-11 with the Patriots and the Rams. And I'm not, I have to go back and look, but I, don't, I think they even did it two years ago with the Chiefs and Tampa when the game was in Tampa. So I know I know there wasn't a lot of hoopla with the game. There was no fans, but they they have had these games in the past due to situations they've had to deal with that there's been no week off. 
So because in two in ninety it was about the it was the Persian Gulf War, so there is nothing here that says that playing the Super Bowl without the week off is unprecedented. That they have had the week off before title games in the NFL for a hundred years. They've always had the week off. They used to keep the week off there on purpose. So if there was a tie, they would play the game. Green Bay played the Colts 65, the famous field goal game that Chandler missed a kick and they counted it, and the Packers won 13-10. That was played off. There was uh, so Green Bay didn't have a week off getting ready for the championship game against Cleveland. The um, that's one. The Giants and the Browns in 58. They played a playoff game to decide the Eastern Conference, and then the winner played the Colts in a championship game. They used that as a way of uh, making sure ties were taken care of with that week in between title game and the end of the regular season. So in the history of the NFL, they have always used that week sort of as a makeup scenario to get games in if they have to. So the precedent has been established since 1920. Well, I shouldn't say 20 because they didn't have a championship game in 20. Whenever the first championship game was, I think it was 33, 34, the precedent has been established that they have used that bye week at times to play a game when they had to. So that's the first thing. Don't tell me it's never been done. It has been done. Second thing is, unless you're going to tell me the NFL, and the NFL at times does bow down to television and marketing instead of competitive balance. If you think I'm wrong, just look at the schedule Sunday night with Detroit, Green Bay, and Seattle. I mean, Seattle can knock out the Lions and then pray that the Lions knock out Green Bay for them three hours later. So, And that's something that easily could have been avoided. So the idea that the NFL doesn't cow town, a cow down, a bow down once in a while to the almighty TV rating and the almighty dollar is a bunch of nonsense. They just, they're doing it this weekend. So they might do it again, but because they love that bye week. But if you're looking at this, and I thought about it a lot the last 24 hours, if you're looking at this, since we had a lot of calls on it yesterday, and most of the calls, by the way, thought the game should be played. Most of the calls wanted the game to be played. How they do it, who knows? As far as the other playoff matchups, they don't want to have an empty weekend, but it's going to come down simply to this. I don't think there is a way they can squeeze two games in into 10 days. It's not like they can play Cincinnati, Baltimore, Buffalo, and the Patriots Sunday, resume the Buffalo-Cincinnati game on Wednesday, and then have the loser play the following Sunday. They're not going to make them three, play three games in eight days, all right? especially in this day and age. With the players' association and health and injuries and all that, they're not going to. They they can't. There's no way they can do it. So that's not like they can squeeze the game in during the week. So I. So they, they. In order for this to be resumed, they are going to have to sacrifice the bye week. If they don't do that, their only choice in the matter is is to finagle the seedings based on an in unequal amount of games played. That's the way to, uh, Kansas City wins and Buffalo wins. Kansas City gets the one seed and Buffalo gets the two seed because they got one less win. Cincinnati and Kansas City, they both lose. Well, Kansas City, because they got one more win in the Bengals, despite the fact the Bengals beat them head-to-head, they get the two seed and they get a home game in the second round because of the fact they played the extra win. There is no way you are going to—that's the only way they can do it. If they don't— want to give up their bye week, the only way they, they already, the only, and they can't squeeze the game in anywhere else, then they're going to have to start finagling with seeds. 
because I just explained that there's, there's no way this game is not significant in some capacity, that at least a home game is at stake. Even Ravens and Bengals, they get in the play here too. There is no way. Because if the Bengals win this week, they bury border, they bury the uh, Ravens. But then if they don't play Buffalo, Buffalo gets to seed and they have the chance to play Buffalo. And if they would have beaten Buffalo, they would have been a two seed. So there is nothing that they will be able to say this weekend that's going to make this game obsolete, as I've said about 3,000 times in the last six minutes. So it really it comes down to the bye week. And then if they decide not to give up the bye week, then they have to decide how are they going to determine who gets the top who gets the top seed. Are they going to determine it based on winning percentage? Or are they going to determine it on the fact that Buffalo won in Kansas City? Or that Kansas City lost in Cincinnati? How are they going to determine those first couple of spots if they don't play the same amount of games? Because Buffalo beat Kansas City twice, and Kansas City is the one right now that's in the spot to, to capitalize on this whole situation if the game is not resumed. Because if, if Kansas City wins, they're the ones who capitalize on this. So I, I don't – listen, if they decide to blow off – not to blow off the bye week and keep as is, this is not COVID. We all knew during COVID that it was on an unequal playing field. This is not – we are past COVID. This is not about rescheduling COVID games, and somehow they got them all in that year. It's not about that. This is about an, uh, a tragedy that, inf- that, in, that affected a major game on Monday night. That's what this is about. And this is at Buffalo, you can't, it's not the Bills' fault. It's certainly not Cincinnati's fault. Everybody else, you know, has played the normal games. All the, all the games have been rescheduled. This is not about a, uh, you know, playing football during a pandemic and somehow figuring out a way to play the games. This is not that. This is about a tragedy. Now, if the NFL really cares about the integrity of their sport, which they should, they have to blow off the bye week. I don't think there's any. And don't sit there and tell me this doesn't mean anything. Because I've said this a thousand times, I'm going to say it again. Because I dealt with those fans after they lost last year in a divisional final. They all called this show when they lost in Kansas City in that crazy game. Overtime rules, they were going nuts. If, 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 if DeMar, out of danger, healthier, you feel better about that, and then Buffalo loses on January 30th or 31st in Kansas City, 36-33. And it happened to be snowing that day in Buffalo, and Buffalo loses an arrowhead. The Buffalo Bill fan will scream at the top of his lungs, rightfully so, for months. For months. Now, if they gave it to Buffalo, the home field, Kansas City would have less to scream about because Kansas City lost to Buffalo. So if, they, if, if the NFL decides we are not blowing off the bye week, which would be a mistake, but if they decide under any circumstances we are not going to blow off the bye week, well, then their next decision would be, in my eyes, to give Buffalo home field. Because Buffalo beat the Chiefs. Because if they ever gave the Chiefs home field and Buffalo lost in Kansas City in the championship game, when the game should have been in Orchard Park, the NFL will never, you thought the Saints thing with the Rams was bad. The NFL will never, it will be the whole story the whole week in, in, at the Super Bowl. That Buffalo should have had a game at home. That's what it will be the whole week. And, and, and the NFL hates that. So if it was me, bye week, get rid of it. 
Secondly, if you refuse to get rid of the bye week, which is an error, you got to give Buffalo home field. Now, I don't think they're going to give Buffalo the home field. I think they're going to give it to the Chiefs, but I do think that would be the best secondary solution. Now, this is going to be fascinating to see if the NFL does this. Now, listen, how they figure out a way to play the games with their TV schedule. You want to split up the NFC and the AFC, have Buffalo and Cincinnati play next week and play the NFC wildcard games and then give the NFC a bye week before the championship game so you can have football every weekend. I don't care how you do that. I'll live with any of those solutions. But no matter how you do it, there has to be the bye week eliminated. There's no way that Buffalo can play Cincinnati next weekend and there'd then be not and then be a bye week. You can't have both. You can't have both. So it's not like you're gonna play Buffalo Cincinnati next Saturday and still have a bye week before the Super Bowl. It's it's impossible. It cannot be done. So we will see what the NFL does here. They probably won't make any decision until after Sunday's game, although they're wasting their time. Maybe there'll be a tie, so they're thinking from that standpoint. Maybe a tie changes the equation, but they're basically wasting their time. They are going to have to tackle this problem sooner rather than later, and the best solution is to play the game the following weekend. We will see if the NFL, which always prides itself on doing the right thing, prides itself on competitive equality, provides its, uh, always prides itself on, you know, games at the same time, you know, when playoff imp- implications are involved. Always prides itself on that. Everybody plays on Thursday night. Give them proper rest. Make sure the team is home before they, be, be, before they have to play a Thanksgiving game on the road. Pride themselves on all those little intricacies. They love that. They take pride in it. We're the NFL. We'll do what we want. We'll put the games on when we want. We'll be fair. Well, here's a big test for the NFL. Big test for Goodell. I will lose a lot of confidence in the NFL. And I will think their credibility will be severely, in my eyes, as a sports fan, who's been doing this for 40 years, I will lose a lot of faith in the NFL if they don't play this game. I'll lose a lot of faith. I know that television rules, but... For not to blow off the byway. And don't tell me it's not possible. They've done it before. That will really, really bother me. This game has to be played. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.